Hello, everybody, and welcome to the All Hoops Podcast. I'm Stephen Inman, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris Brito. We thank you all for joining us. The NBA All-Star starting lineups have been announced, so Chris and I will release our picks for the East and West Reserves. But the biggest bombshell of the week, maybe of the whole month, belongs in New Orleans, where Anthony Davis has reportedly requested a trade out of New Orleans. The Pelicans are now on the clock to get as much as they possibly can for their superstar. Before we get to all that, Chris, how are you? Hey, buddy. So today was a kind of a whirlwind, right? Uh, we got the alerts from Woj, just like we usually do. Woj bomb. Woj bomb. So a lot of thoughts with this, man. Like, first of all, it sucks if you're in New Orleans because you've already had, like, a tough few weeks. You know, you lost in the national um, – the NFC conference game, of, like, of, like, two Sundays ago. And now you're dealing with this. And now your the future of, of that team is in, is a huge question mark, right? Um, so it's reported that you know there are a few locations that Anthony Davis is interested in, or at least those teams are interested in Davis, right? You have the Lakers, obviously, because LeBron James he shares the same agent as um, Anthony Davis, Rich Paul, and there's also the Celtics who have like a, a whole arsenal of things that they can offer, and there comes the Knicks, the Knicks. Could potentially offer a few pieces too, but if I'm the Knicks, I wouldn't do that. Um, Steve, what are your initial thoughts about this possible deal? What are your thoughts about the whole Anthony Davis scenario? Yeah, Chris, um, my first thought is if I'm, I'm the Pelicans, I'm going to wait until the offseason because right now the team with the big most chips is the Boston Celtics. They can't get involved because of the, what's called the Rose Rule, which basically means they can't um, – have trade for two players on the rookie scale extensions at the same time. Kyrie is one. Anthony Davis would be the other. So they have to wait for Kyrie to come off the books and then they can re-sign him after they trade for Davis. So if I'm the, if I'm the Pelicans, I'm waiting till the summer because I want Jason Tatum, Chris. That, that's the guy for me I want to build around. If not, I'm going to try to get Philly involved and see if they'd be interested in an Anthony Davis for Ben Simmons swap. I don't know if they would go for it, Chris, but that to me is those are the two moves I'd be looking to make well part of the reason why that trade couldn't work out or at least one barrier or one obstacle right is that both uh ben simmons and anthony davis have the same agent so what so that could, no no i know so what but you know they're not he's not really helping out his 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 client by going to new orleans not a, to a small market yeah but know? he's never he, no trade uh, who cares he has to be there for a couple years and he can leave Right, but then you don't – that also, that nucleus doesn't work out. Anthony Davis and, and um, Embiid. I, I could, I, yeah, that's, you're probably that's, right with that. That's, that's going to be that's going to be Boogie Cousins, Anthony Davis, light. Plus Jimmy Butler and or, or, cap space. Uh, not really that much cap space, actually. All right, I'm going to withdraw this one. Um, let's go to the Knicks real quick, Chris. Uh, Woj has said he expects them to be very aggressive here. Should they be in on the sweepstakes? Oh, man. Honestly, I've been struggling with this the whole day because it reminds me a lot of that trade that we made for Carmelo Anthony. Um, as you know, Donnie Walsh traded basically <laughs> the whole chest of, of valuable assets. No one did Phoenix that, Club. Chris. Donnie Walsh had the owner go over his head. He right. didn't want to do it. Right. No, no, no. No, no. I was, you know, I was getting to that. Um and basically, we traded all our, our young, valuable assets that we could have used for future trades for a player, Carmelo Anthony, 
to come to New York. He was going to come to New York anyway. This is this could potentially be worse because Anthony Davis may not resign here. We'll be giving up all our future assets, which would probably look like maybe KP, the first round pick, Hardaway, and maybe Knox. I'm I'm not if I'm the Knicks, I'm not I'm, I wouldn't be so quick to give up all those pieces for Anthony Davis, who may I add has been injury prone his whole career. Chris, he's been so injury prone his whole career. I, you're you're right. I'm sorry I cut you off there, but basically, and, you go ahead. And sorry, no, I know, and, and I know he's about to enter his prime. But I, I, I still haven't seen his, – his, his health concerns me a bit, you know? That's I have all. another concern. Um, the Pelicans with Davis and some pretty good other players around him like Julius Randle and Drew Holiday, they're 22 and 28. You know, they've been out of the first round once, Chris. This is not a great team. And basically if you're trading most of the Knicks to get Anthony Davis – then what are they going to be? They're going to be the Pelicans basically without Drew Holiday. Why would Davis want to and worse. resign here? Right, and I feel like then that would hang into what free agent we definitely, could possibly definitely. sign to. And the thing is when the and, – and, Go ahead. No, no, okay. So what I was going to say is that this could potentially also affect our future now for us getting involved in this you know, stupid scenario because KP could get resented, may not resign with us, or I don't know, or, or – or or not be happy with us. I don't know. Like KP is a very social media savvy guy. He knows how he knows how like things work around. And I feel like this doesn't paint us in the great light if he's included in a deal. No, it certainly wouldn't, Chris. Um because the Knicks the Knicks tried, you know, that he could have signed that extension last summer, but we didn't. And that could potentially haunt us back. If we 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 shoot the shits with this, I mean that's true. That's very true, Chris. But yeah. they did that for a reason. They didn't say, "Oh, we don't think Chris Dow's going to come back healthy. We're not going to sign him, or we want to wait." They they chose to wait on this because if he signs after July first, they can bring in a big free agent, right, and then sign Chris Dow's over the cap. If they signed Chris Stapps last year, there would be no money for a free agent right now. And I, and I think they carefully explained that to sure. Chris Stapps, and I feel like he was on board with that. What he was not on board with was when he wanted to come back this year, and the Knicks are saying, well, he's not ready, he's not ready. Uh, you have Fisdale saying he's not running, where you know, Chris Stapps then films himself running around and basically saying, see, I'm running. So the miscommunication, I think, is the bigger issue over the contract at this time. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay, but bottom line, we don't want the Knicks involved, and your precursor is only if Anthony Davis agrees. Yeah, and it just it just it just seems like a lot of trust in one person That's true. again. That's true. I, I would know, basically say this. I don't know. If, I don't know if the Knicks are. Well, I, I don't think the Knicks are ready I think, for that. <laughs> we don't have a. We don't have the winning. No, we culture do not. Yet. I would. I would say basically this: if Davis was willing to commit long term, they can have the number one pick. Or they can have KP, but they can't have both. And I think for this to happen, it would cost both. That's fair. fair? So That's fair. you will move on from there. Um, I, I, I would, I would, I would even. Honestly, the only way this makes sense is if you either trade your first round, I and mean, for the Knicks, I mean, if you trade KP or the first round pick, it's going to probably be a top three pick. But there were only, the only way that could happen is if 
is if New Orleans waits till the off season. That's right. the and only by way. By then they can get Boston involved with Tatum, so the price is going to go up even more. So I, I don't like this, Chris. I would just try to keep dreaming about Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving. I feel like both of those are more realistic options because you can sign them as free agents. True, true. I agree. Um, I'm willing to wait for Kyrie. Well, Kyrie's probably going to we'll, we'll Lakers, see. We'll see about that. But speaking of Kyrie's opinion. current team, Boston, we just brought up that they can't sign – they can't trade for Davis right now because of the the Rose rule. Should they be calling New Orleans right now and basically saying, hey, if you wager the summer, you can have Jason Tatum. You just got to hold out until the summer. Should they be calling New Orleans right now? What should they be doing? I think right now New Orleans holds all the cards. And I think if that's what they want to do, that's what they should do. Um, I mean, it could be one of those like wink, wink, handshake kind of things. Um, otherwise, otherwise, they're going to have to settle for what the Lakers are going to give them, which will probably be a package you know, around – Ball, Ingram, maybe Kuzma, a first rounder. Is that Zuba? enough? I don't know. That's it's that or be you know be bamboozled by the Celtics. So to me, I'm, I'm just looking for a guy I can build but, around. But you know, I don't really see any of those Laker guys right now as a guy I could literally say this is our all star for the next five to ten years. Like I could with Tatum. That's fair. So no, no. In that case, I think it's better for them to wait because then, although their leverage kind of like they lose a lot, a lot of their leverage like as the season goes on because like if they wait till the off season, then the lakers probably won't offer as much of a thing they have to, lakers have to overpay yeah, now i i agree Let, let's let's get so, to that should they overpay right now if you want them yes you should um but i don't know if so you, New Orleans you think if, that, if you they know? get to the they're summer and New, uh davis is still a pelican the lakers are out of the sweepstakes uh, yes 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 Yes, I mean for sure, for sure. I think it's no question that the Lakers have—they don't have anything that that New Orleans like could offer. I mean, I'm sorry, the Lakers have nothing that New Orleans would would covet so much in comparison to what the Celtics could offer. It seems like he doesn't want to go to the Celtics because of the uncertainty around um, Kyrie Irving. I, I mean, maybe it's that. Maybe he wants and to be, you I know, think in it's New York a, or LA, but. Um... I'm a little surprised, you know, that he wouldn't show a little more interest in going there. It's true. It's true. Um, so, and then there's that other whole aspect about it. Like, what does New Orleans do moving forward post Anthony Davis trade, right? Because then you have Drew Holiday, who, ba- who well, he says that the reason he he stayed in New Orleans is because of a it was because Anthony Davis there it was ninety percent of the reason why. Um, should yeah, he be moved Chris, too? If they move Anthony Davis, they should move Drew Holiday too. They should be able to get at least a first round pick back. He's on a very reasonable contract for the next few years. Chris, he's really emerged as a two way player. And there, how many you know point guards are two way guys who could set up an offense, score, shoot, and defend? He's a, he's a perfect guy, and he's really been able to stay healthy this year. Which you know the old the old mantra with him was, oh, he's never healthy. Now he's been healthy. This is probably the best time to move him as well. Right, because I think his value is at its highest. So on the Bill Simmons podcast, there was something, an idea that he proposed, right? You know how Drew Holiday, he's been playing lights out this season. Um, And ironically, the process began when he was traded and they got two first-round picks for him. So now there's that possibility that maybe – he could be traded also in addition with Davis and some scenario where, you know, 
the Pelicans take on Simmons and maybe Jimmy Butler and some other young assets. And then I think it's a for, it's a formidable trade to be honest with you. Um, Pelicans can start out from scratch and have a, a have a have a you know a cornerstone for their franchise in Simmons. What do you think, Steve? Yeah, Chris, I definitely believe that they should trade both, but I would try to go with them separately. I think they can get much more in separate trades. It's going to be very difficult to find a team that has the forty million in cap space or can send $40 million back in, in contracts that would make this deal work for both. So I would definitely think if they do make that move, Drew and Davis will be parting ways. All right, so let's go over to the other coast, the West Coast, where LeBron James will make his return from his injury on Thursday against the Clippers. Um, what have you seen so far about this team in the last few weeks without in his absence, Steve? My first and real big thought here is Kyle Kuzma can ball, Chris. He's put up huge numbers, big rebounding numbers as well. He's been an offensive force since LeBron has gone out, and he's really shown that you know he could be a legit guy who could put up big numbers on a team when he has the ball in his hand. So I would think if New Orleans – you know, they would probably be most interested in him over any of these other Lakers young guys. I agree. Um, it's truly a shame that Ball and Ingram haven't really panned out to be the way they are. I know Ball is injured. Um, but I think it's a lot to be said that these players have been on the trading market for, I would say, for a while now. And it doesn't seem like any offer has really, like, blown Lakers away or, like, even enticed the Lakers even a little bit. Yeah, not at all, Chris. I really believe that, um, you know, these guys are going to get moved for Davis or they're not getting moved at all this year. It's true. And what sucks is that the Lakers' options are running thin. Who can they realistically trade for in the summer? Chris Middleton will probably stay with the Bucks. You know, you have. I'm not so sure about that one, Chris. I think he can go to Lakers. he could, he could, but is that really the the splash that Magic Johnson was aiming for? I don't Probably think so. not. Kawhi, okay, and like Kawhi may stay in Toronto, or he may go to the Clippers. KD may stay with the Warriors or go to the Knicks. Kyrie, maybe Kyrie. That's the only person maybe that could go to the, the Lakers or stay in, in Boston. Who knows? Um, it just seems like Magic Johnson was so sure that he was going to get big free agents after he got LeBron that now it's not panning out to be true. Well, that's why he's got to get Anthony Davis. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. You got to get him right Um, now before Boston get involved. That's what we were talking about. I really think that makes the most sense. You know, I'd be willing to offer any of these young guys, you know, in an ideal world, you will keep somebody, but whatever gets this done, then you'll have, you know, a small amount of cap space over to uh, make another deal. Maybe you go get Eric Bledsoe. Out of Milwaukee, you'll be a free agent. You know, there's a ton of other options for that last spot, and I think uh, trying to get Davis now would uh, really help the Lakers. Agreed, agreed. Um, so let's go over it and talk about the All Star Game. Um, we have a, so 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 the starters have been announced. Um, we have Harden, we have Curry, we have LeBron James as the captain. Um, we also have. Uh, Kevin Durant, and we also have Paul George. Uh, those are the stars for the West. For the East, we have Kemba, Kyrie, Giannis, and Embiid, and Kawhi. So, in your opinion, who 
fill out the, the rest of the all-stars. Okay, Chris. So and I'm gonna the, I'm gonna do the East, you do the West. I'm gonna go Sounds good. I'm gonna go Blake Griffin, who Chris I really believe is having his best season ever. He's averaging over twenty-five a game, eight eight rebounds, his assists are up. I really believe that, you know, it's a very unfortunate situation what's going on in Detroit because he's been really remarkable and if they were any better and had more talent around him, we'd be really up upping his praise and talking about how great he's been. I'll go Nikola Vucevic, who also like Griffin is having his best year for a down team. I think he's a guy who would be a perfect fit for the Lakers should they not be able to get Anthony Davis in there by the trade deadline. I'm going to go Ben Simmons. First time all-star for him. Uh, he's as good as anybody in the transition game. I think in a in an all-star game like this where you're just running back and forth constantly, not a lot of half-court offense, Simmons could be the MVP. He could, you know, really put his name on the map in this game. I really think the year Victor Oladipo was having before his injury this week, he deserves to be on there. We'll, we'll name an injury replacement for him in a minute. Bradley Beal has really emerged as a number one option. In Washington, they've really turned their season around since the Wall injury, which does not say a lot of good things about John Wall. I'll say Kyle Lowry, and I'll say Chris Middleton. And my injury replacement for Oladipo will be the Nets' D'Angelo Russell, who is their best player, and they've really become a legitimate playoff team. I agree with your whole list. I could argue that maybe Jimmy Butler deserves to be there. Um, but the way you know he's been injured a lot. I'm saying no to him because he started out in the West. That's my thought with that. That's fair. That's a fair thought, but I still think that, you know, he's an all-star. Like that, just because he was traded, doesn't mean that he's not. Um, for the West, um, I'm going to go with Jokic, Westbrook, Lillard, Luca, Anthony Davis, Donovan Mitchell, and Demar Derozan. And if any of these guys get sick or gets injured or whatever, I'm going to have to go with Lamarcus Aldridge. You know, the Spurs, as they usually do, have a quietly good season under the radar. Um, they're in the playoff contention. And, you know, you got to, you know, LaMarcus Aldridge has been quietly been putting up a good season, too. Um, those are my guys. Um, I I think it's the West has a much better team than the East this year than they close. usually do. It's not even it's not close, even close, man. Like, no, uh, no towns for you, Chris. Carl Anthony has played really well since the Butler trade. Um, you know what's funny? I, I, I it could be Carl Anthony Towns or Lamarcus Aldridge. I'll give you know, I, I just can't credit. You know, the Timberwolves have been losing, so I can't. I don't know if I can. I don't know if he deserves a spot over Lamarcus Aldridge, who was on a, at least a playoff contending team in the West. So. That's that's fair enough. That's my that's that's my rush. That is definitely fair enough. Let's get to our. Uh, our final thoughts here, Chris. Um, one thing I thought was really interesting, saw this tweet the other day that basically says teams are averaging over 110 points per game on the season. The last time that happened, Chris, was the 85-86 season. How in the world in 85-86 were they averaging 110 points a game when they weren't shooting this many threes? I find those stats always incredible. Um, I think – I think a few weeks ago, we either tied the record for the highest scoring game between two teams. And it, 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 I think it was like a, the, that record was like there for a few decades, right? But it's just incredible how the NBA continues to reinvent itself and its offenses, which I don't know. I think it's credit to the NBA, right? Like they can't continue to figure out ways to optimize the players. And 
what you just said is like an indicator of that success. Showcasing players is the name of the game in the NBA, and nobody does it better. The all-star contest, you know, in a couple of weeks are going to be amazing. The dunk contest, three-point shooting contest. And I'm really excited to see Dennis Smith Jr., who exiled himself from the Mavs, is now back in Dallas and will participate in the slam dunk contest. He's my guy. I really think he's going to put on a show there. And then the three-point shooting contest might be even better, Chris. We got Dirk Nowitzki in his last season participating, and it's in Charlotte where Del Curry made a pretty good career. His two sons, Seth and Steph, are going to compete as well. Wow, the young guy, uh, Dirk yes. Nowitzki. <laughs> Very good. Any, anything you want to leave the show with? Um, you know, I really want to talk about um, Boogie Cousins. You know, he has – you know, had had to recover from this ACL injury and now playing 21 minutes per game. He's averaging almost 14 points a game, seven rebounds. And I don't think anyone could have predicted that how well he has assimilated to this Warriors. Like Steve Kerr was always adamant about how Boogie Cousins has to, has to adapt to us, not the other way around. And I think he's shown that. And I think even in the game against Boston, he's really, you know, shown that he's like, He's he's getting there. He still needs his legs under him, but he's 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 doing Chris, well. Chris, if he continues this, does not get hurt again, and shows he can he could be a really good player for them. Do you see him getting that big giant contract this summer, somewhere else? I I still don't, but I think he'll get an, a a nice deal, maybe a three year deal, maybe with team option on the third year. Um, only because of the small sample size. Um, but I think from what we're seeing now, it's, it's, it's very encouraging. I wonder, you know what a good fit for me would my, I wonder if he could go back to Sacramento, play with De'Aaron Fox. I wonder if they burn their, I wonder if they burn their bridges too much there, but I really think that's a, a, a place where they could really use an impact center like him, you know, playing alongside Bagley, you know, with a De'Aaron Fox, you know, I really think they could be something there. Um, I wouldn't disagree. Um, I just because he was very involved in the community, I feel like that was one reason, like that that wouldn't let him burn the bridge. Um, but I just don't see him going back there. I wouldn't want to go back there. He'd probably make, he'd probably go to the Lakers uh, to be honest with you. Everybody's going to the Lakers, Chris. Unbelievable. Well, that's gonna do it for us. We thank you all for listening, and uh, we will be back next week. Our trade deadline show. Will Anthony Davis be moved? We have Marcus Saul, Mike Conley, the Knicks. They're going to make some moves, hopefully. Lots of stuff going on. All right, guys. Thank you for listening.